God. I played this... I played the beta. It was only fun when I played with other people though. What happened to Destiny too? That was like huge for like a week and a half. Uh, yeah, they put they they they're like we got a good game, and then it's literally like one fourth of the game <laughs> that they had before. People seem to love it when it first dropped, though. Yeah, it was it was real good, and then people realized slowly that there isn't anything to do in the game at all. Oh Wait, fuck! Did I just go live? It didn't even give me a preview. <laughs> it didn't even give me a preview. It just went live on me just now. Oh, we're just talking, not talking about zombies at all or anything. Any chance you could tilt your head, your webcam up, so that you're like your head is in the more center? No, because I'm perfectly centered on mine now too. Shit, I think we're live though. Am I... <laughs> I didn't mean to go live. Did they get rid of preview? They used to have no, preview. Last night. No, I still have preview on my end. I didn't get preview at all. Shit, you guys. I uh, think I think there's a <clears throat> an option where you can skip it for certain things. Well, I didn't click that option. I'll tell you that much. Well, <laughs> welcome I'm, to Zombros episode 103. Wait, wait, wait. I'm pre I'm previewing right now. Well, good for fucking you, John. I'm not. Well, I'm live. Well, wait, to, wait to start the show. All right, I guess to get the pre-show. Of Reed being miserable. Okay. Reed is cosplaying today. <laughs> oh, Give me one yeah. second. Yep. I guess I could fill you guys in on where I've been while John gets sorts his stream out. Um, I got food poisoning the past two weeks. I've been in and out of the hospital. It's a two or it's three a good times. thing we can talk about the big thing or the big 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 thing or the big 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 thing. This is the, the, it's uh, the worst fucking joke in the world. This big thing nonsense. John, you're it. beating and, the dead and, horse. Yeah, I love you're it. Not kidding. <laughs> um. I, I ended up going to the hospital after I fainted the other day. That was a fun experience. And then uh, I got diagnosed with the flu. And because of the food poisoning and the hunger problems because of the uh, food poisoning, I lost about 15 pounds so far. So I've been, my voice got destroyed as well. I mean, it, it goes from like dizziness to sore throat to a terrible constant cough and just this constant cycle of migraines, and then I can't eat, then hunger pains. It's been a mess for two weeks, but it we really went bad we... Wednesday. I'm Are waiting on you, live? John. I'm just talking. Yes, we're still live. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking waiting on you, dude. He shut his stream always... off just to tell us about it again. Jesus. Right. I'm ready. All right. Let's Wait, do the when intro. You start the preview player according to your sync stream one. Oh, I gotta do this oh, again. Boy. Oh my God, he's—you're the worst streamer I've ever met. <laughs> but I have met you. All right, I am. I am. Uh, it says it's starting. I'm live. Okay. Hey, Zombro fans, Rad Austin Twenty Seven back here with my <laughs> asshole of co-host Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking piece of shit. How are you doing this week, John? Uh, fuck you, Reed. Good. Fuck you. All right. Well, we actually have real guests on this week, which is fantastic. Um, and also Quinn's here. How you doing, Quinn? What's up? Um, but we have the both star and smart guy who finished the World War II, uh, World War II Easter egg uh, two weeks ago, I believe. You guys nailed it. Uh, we're going to get into that experience. We're going to cover the rumors and stuff like that. Probably won't be too long because I'm dead, uh, as you can very much tell. Uh, Star's webcam doesn't have one, so Bo, he's just imagine he's got a webcam for him. Matt, Matt, this you don't, you don't want the horse? Me. Just imagine he looks really handsome. Well, yeah. I mean, Quinn, Quinn calls Matt star and then he calls me smart guy. so i mean it's kind of the same thing right now or he's just both Perfect. of us at the same time so take us through the day take us through winning or completing that easter egg with the community obviously first and what was it like getting through the steps what steps did you solve and then what was it like to beat the boss fight i don't think we solved any steps no not a single one 
Well, I mean, there there were things that people were like, you're supposed to do this, and then we just kind of figured out how to actually do the step, but people had already known, like, majority of the steps. Here's a better question. Smart guy, did you know how to enter a safe combination before I did, you went actually. into the map? Because we were bullshitting that for, like, an hour and a half, I feel like. <laughs> like, me, Star, Quinn, and Reed. Well, I feel like so, I feel like the biggest problem is that sometimes you just miscount, like, and then you're just like, "Well, gotta go through it again." And you're like, "Why aren't these numbers working?" And yeah. most people are used to a three-number combination, not four, so that would mess people up too. What were we even doing wrong, John? I can't remember. Did we just have the wrong number? I don't oh, think Quinn, you can't. Oh, count. You're going too far. Well, you're that going too. too far. You went around. It was. I don't know. To me, that was the hardest. Well, we all step tried it. Reed, you tried it too. You were doing it for like an hour. Yeah, but then I did it again after people figured out how to fucking do it. <laughs> everyone's calling my everyone's calling my stream clickbait for having the Jason Blundell leaving Treyarch question mark in the title as if I'm not like the tenth person to make that video this week. Like this is old news. You're old. I actually news. haven't heard this news. Boom! But... Get fucked, John. Oh. Not everybody thinks like you or gives a fuck like you. All right, well, whatever. Yeah, how'd you just clickbait me? I'm no, turning on adblock only for your videos now. I wanted to clickbait you. Oh, that's brutal. <laughs> that's brutal. I'll put potentially in the title. Matt, you're supposed to monologue about how awesome you guys you are, are killing. Yeah, this is killing me right now. I don't stop fire. Does nobody talk? We literally, we were so casual with it. We just yeah. What happened? Everyone to boss died. Like, no. We went into the boss fight. Yeah. I I, I became the zombie hoarder. Start Matt, make up a heroin damage. That was it. <laughs> about trial and there error. was nothing special about it. <laughs> All right. I know that I know that the night before, like he and I were just kind of messing around. How many how many weapons did we only had the baseball bat the night before? I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the first when when you went to sleep, I think we only had. The, I don't even think we had the baseball bat. No, we had the actually. bat because I I distinctly remember like nearly shitting myself opening the door with the whistling behind it at like five a.m. Okay. What's the deal with the, the hand from, from ExoZombie's carrier that takes the weapons? Do they know like what weapons it takes specifically or is it just yeah. random? If you look if you look on the Wonderbus table, on the mm. corner of it, it will have like pistol ammo, shotgun ammo, or like uh, assault rifle ammo. And whatever ammo is on the table tells you what type of gun it needs. Oh. Uh, yeah, okay. so you can you can get it every time now. Well, I don't think that was found until like what maybe it was buried on the Reddit mega thread like four days after the Easter egg and just no yeah, one checked it. Yeah, I tweeted it. that out. It was so. great. Yep. Everything I might try to solo sense. that one just to see. Yeah, I mean, it's super easy it. now. It, it's it, yeah. <laughs> we have optimized it so much. The only the only thing that's probably going to be a problem is the boss fight just because trying to kill him and zombies at the same time is annoying. Oh, let's use some OP consumables, you know. <laughs> The Wonderbus is actually the best weapon for all three yeah. stages, too. Wonderbus really? with Free Fire is, like, super good against him. Reed, come on, carry the podcast, man. I, this is clear to me that you guys <laughs> don't say shit. Wow. Okay. Smart guy, tell, right. tell us a harrowing tale about how during the Easter you overcame adversity and by the end of it grew as friends. I mean, I remember going into the Wonderbus room when we didn't know what to do and died <laughs> because the door was locked shut. And you didn't know how to get and out. And then I restarted with Star, and then we did it. Okay, we just might have the worst guess now in the world it, on it. Now actually. make it more harrowing. <laughs>
I was I was honestly expecting like a thirty minute monologue from Matt telling us. Yeah, I know. I know we got we got like like we said, it was just mostly just people being like, you got to do this thing, but not telling us how to actually do the thing, and then we just kind of figured out how to do the thing. We'll yeah, see. Matt's this? very boastful, so I expected him yeah. to just oh, go on about how great he is, how awesome. All right, all right. then let's go to the next topic. So Tell us about how that shit. What, we, what we were you just like getting about, started. Come on, man. What you like was, about so far? I, I what really you don't invested. like? I'm, I'm curious, awesome Quinn. What do you like about here, it? Here we go. I like that it's not <laughs> the darkest shore. That's what I like. <laughs> yes. I I played that. I mean, I with the first map, I liked it enough. You know, I was okay. I was like, all right, I'll you play played DLC it one. once with me, didn't you? That's no, no, all I mean, ever I mean the the base map, like oh, okay, uh, the first the two on disc. Um, final right? Yeah, I'm just one. I'm leading into my attitude going into DLC one. He okay. he's gonna do the thirty minute monologue for no, me. no, 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 so. like really? maybe four to five minutes. This so whole show is about monologue. I'm like I'm ready. I'm ready to like this. All right, this is gonna blow me away. There's no way that. Uh, the saw they showed in the trailer is the only wonder weapon. And I played the map once solo with Ray, and then Ray, who usually wants to play video games for like nine hours straight, he wanted to quit after about 20 minutes. Um, so then it was just me solo, and I played through the map, and then I quit, and then I did the Easter egg with Matt, and I realized that that was all there was on the entire map. That was it. Um, and I did miss out on the story, I guess, but that's not really what I was uh, looking for. So I went to this map with no expectations. And I really liked it. I don't know. I felt like they actually tried this time around. Darkest Shore, I didn't really feel to me like they tried. They felt like they just kind of... The Darkest Shore just felt so empty. It, it did. There, it felt. It didn't feel like a... It felt like, if anything, like a bonus survival map, like, to me. Like, it was just so barren for a full DLC. And then this map, I was just shocked because it was such a huge step up from the previous map, which that doesn't necessarily mean it's my favorite map of all time. To me, it was certainly a huge improvement. Would, would you place it above all the IW maps? No, no. Now, where does Honestly, it fall? In I regard, to the I AW regard maps. IW pretty highly now. What'd you say? How does it compare to the AW maps? Well, see, oh, my gosh. top four, my top four <laughs> on these maps of all time. Uh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Of course, Descent, uh, Outbreak, and then Carrier. Um, those are my top four of all time. Of course, Treyarch can't touch Exos. Wait, Carrier is um, your favorite? No, Carrier's my least favorite. favorite. Oh, okay. Only Carrier's my least favorite. Everybody loves Carrier, and I don't. I don't get it. Burger I mean, Town's like my it. least favorite. Bur yeah, like Burger it, Town is my favorite. favorite. It's my least favorite of the four. No, nah, Burger Bur Bur Town's my least favorite, just because after Wait, round thirty. Yeah, after round thirty, the map is like basically unplayable. Burger Town, Carrier, Outbreak, Descent. I don't know why you don't like Descent. I really like Descent. I don't. Know, Descent felt really bland to me. Although the blunderbuss the, the, is a big part of the reason I like it so much. The blunder, I was going to say the blunderbuss yeah, and the blunderbuss is a really fun weapon. Also, double feature wasn't too bad to go through a couple times. I don't know why they don't bring that back for World War II. Just like a you hard even, mode. Like, you make it an Easter egg reward, too. Once you beat it, you unlock hardcore mode. Take away mm. your HUD. Don't, 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 don't do the black and white stuff. Just take away your HUD. Zombies start off at fast speed and all that stuff. Same thing as double feature, just... It would fit into the horror element that they're trying to play out. I just yeah. I don't know why they. Don't I, do really hope, I really hope I really hope Cameron like Dayton can come through for the hardcore Exo Zombies fan base. Oh, uh, there's a lot of us. There's a lot of us. Uh, I think I think we're Discord like two hundred thousand members. Very active. It's a strong fan base of two. Um, I really I just want some some sort of nod, you know, because 
you can't have a, a DLC season like that that leaves such a lasting impression on millions and not reference it in their next game. Have they, not, have, uh... have they, have they not acknowledged Exo Zombies at all? Nope. No. Like, not even, even a little really brought it up with Cameron on the podcast. He was just... It was well, almost I, like he was like, wait, what? I get that, I get that Raven, Raven worked on it, and Cameron had no part in Exo Zombies, but I'm sure there's some carryover of, like, a few Sledgehammer members that had a hand in Exo Zombies. Like, well, I if Raven be... is making uh, this Battle Royale mode, they Here could, like, Royale throw the Cauterizer mode. in there or something like that. Oh, you know? oh my God. I can't All I'm guess. saying... You get a Cell 3 Cauterizer oh, Mark 28. I'm not asking, I'm not asking for Oz to be, like, the main villain. In in uh, oh my in god, two zombies. I just want to just like how did we it, get on the extra zombies so in depth? <laughs> if they could just be like a little, just, there could just be like a crate that has like the Atlas symbol on it. They just or, need like, to have Barbarossa be uh, voiced by Malkovich. I guarantee oh. my heart rate has gone up since they started this shit. <laughs> oh my god, Reed, you're sick. Just quiet down. All get right. some rest. So. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful boring. We were having a good conversation. I bet you were. The <laughs> viewers are spiking. I, they are bored out of their mind about a game they haven't even played in their lives. Reed, this is 10k a... viewers. This is unprecedented. Yeah, right. I just oh got a goodness. Reed, I just got a hundred dollar donation that says keep talking exo zombies. Yeah, I don't believe you, lying zaggy shit. Oh, I, I see that too in your chat. It says if Whoa. you keep talking about exo zombies, I'll donate another thousand. Yeah, I bet. Oh, I oh, oh, we better keep talking. Uh, about listen, this. listen. The people have spoken. Oh, there was something good Let's to talk, talk about. Reed's got medical bills to pay, all right? We got to talk about this. Oh, Are those like the, uh, the Twitch chat slash me person has donated $1,000? Oh, $1, oh, yeah. Uh, this is the worst. Okay. Um, that didn't go would, anywhere. What was the initial? World. It was something about Easter eggs. Or how yeah, was yeah, about I the Shadow of the Round. Yeah, and, just just yeah, and then you took it off. Okay, yeah. well, let us talk. You shush yeah. over there yeah. for a little bit. Because now. I wanted to make the point. My buddy Ryan, after our interview with Zombros, he really enjoyed what Cameron Dayton said about the whole game and the perspective on it. So then he started going through the Darkest Shore. He's a guy that loaded in the Darkest Shore, got killed by the Moistler once, said, fuck this, this is a piece of shit, I ain't playing again. Gave it a second chance, figured out how to kill a moisture. He had a lot of fun with it. He didn't say it's the best map ever or anything like that, but he's he's able to enjoy the game modes, and he really, really likes Shadow Throne. So I'm curious, as his age is now, how you guys are feeling about this. Obviously, there's flaws with the map, but it's interesting to see, is this a, finally a solid World War II map? And also to your point about earlier, what was it? that they should just add a hardcore mode. I think we're going to get some kind of director's cut mode by the end of the game. The only problem is their resources again. I honestly believe there's somewhere between, I think, five to maybe 15-man studio at most for zombies. And when it's, they got campaign... It's got to be small. They I mean, every time it. we talk to Cameron, yep. he just kept saying... It's the smallest it. zombie studio out of all the zombie studios, by far. And with the normal teams, dev teams in a room, it's normally about five to eight people. You saw when you went to Treyarch, you know you would have noticed the same thing in the rooms where you have all the designers basically in the same area. It's just like when you say thousands of people work on this game, there's a bunch of QA testers at the top, and then certain teams are bigger than other teams. Like multiplayer is always bigger, but zombies normally. With that said, though, Cameron did also mention that they just got the campaign team, right? Which doubled. So, 
but that could be yeah. one yeah not huge you two. but still that's still more hands it's yeah it's more man and i think that that's why that's, that's why, why it's better something more and that's why it's better it's clear that's why you saw such a big gap between the darkest shore and uh the shadow throne i mean is personally he... i think the shadow throne is the best world war ii zombies map in terms of in terms of atmosphere and gameplay features i think it it stands on its own like i think i think it basically takes the best things from the final reich and uh the darkest shore and puts them together into one map yeah what are you matt and star how do you feel about it because of your adventures see for me i think the shadow throne does better i mean just because it's more gameplay based because i, I mean i'm not really a story person right, but it right, doesn't right. feel like there's much story in this map it poses a lot of questions for people mm -hmm. about what might happen, but I don't feel like it's like as story heavy as like the Darkest Shore was. To where the, the Darkest to me, Shore, Darkest become... Shore felt like story heavy. Mm -hmm. It didn't become lacking. story heavy until after the fact, though. Yeah, I feel like it's yeah, that ask a lot of good video questions. Let's see if I can go find some of the ones I thought of. Keep going. Like I, in my opinion, like. We didn't really start to dive into the Darkest Shore story until we started to get those um, those journals from Drosen. That's when it that's when it took a turn, in my opinion. No, I disagree with you. How so? <laughs> Wait, in terms because of Darkest Shore being a story-heavy map, I was. I, know, making, I mean, there there was yeah. a lot with Ner there was a lot with Nerthus. Um, yeah, but beyond that, I don't know. <laughs> well, because like even the Easter egg steps, there was like three minute dialogues every step saying, "Oh, this is okay, happening you're right. now." You're for right. this I wasn't, yada 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 yada. I wasn't this, thinking about it like that. I was lumping that all into just the Nerthus spin. Yeah, it just it felt like the story was mm. limiting the gameplay of Darkest Shore. Right. And on Shadowed Throne, it just I don't know. It just flew together better. Well, it, yeah, it meshed. Yeah, the the flow the flow is definitely better, but. Yeah, I don't know. The the gameplay the gameplay definitely makes it better, but I feel like they kind of rather than it just being like we got to make this map 100% easter egg, they're like why don't we make the easter egg also gameplay like Matt was saying. So it doesn't really feel like the whole time you're forcing yourself to do something. At least in my opinion, cuz like yeah. when I play the map, I I I want to get the melee weapons just cuz they're fun. Right, and that's right, like right. Ha that's like a majority of the easter egg is just getting those weapons. Not just so they're not just that they're fun; they're good too. Yeah, they're really you, good to use. You can use them for a while. Like in the past, like when we got melee weapons and say like um, Raven the Redwoods, they were just pretty basic. They're all just like reskinned. I didn't realize a lot of people hated Raven the Redwoods. See, yeah, I, I hate one of the better maps. I, I don't like eh. Rave. Ra it's yeah, no, Rave is not. You like everything, Matt. I I don't like it though. <laughs> Rave had very little time. In. Well, I, I mean, when the easter, when the Easter egg is solved in six hours, the only thing that did, did kept Rave that alive too? for the, a lot of people was Ghosts and Skulls taking a month to get solved. And the little uh, what were they called? The the little the charms. Like, yeah, the charms. Well, the, no, those were solved in like yeah, those were solved. Well, those, those things, like made, a hours. Those things yeah. made me so mad. Those those, those things are such a red herring. Like you go into the map and you're like, holy shit, there's a lot of stuff on the HUD, and then none of it matters at all. Who are the who's the um the guest star in that map? What's his name? Kevin Smith. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Smith. Smith. Yeah. Kevin Smith. That was a that was an excellent choice. Really, really went all out on that one. See, Boy, I thought that was stupid shit. when it came out, oh but God. now I like Kevin Smith, so I'm okay with it. 
I, I cover the zombies things for a living, but I fucking hate zombies. That's what I'm hearing, John. Reed, how did you feel about Kevin Smith? You're hearing that from me? Last year's yeah. Infinite Warfare Zombies. How did you feel about that guest star? Yeah, you're right. It wasn't a great guest star, but geez, John, you couldn't have laid it on a little lighter there. I don't know what you're talking about. What do you have against Kevin Smith, John? I don't know. I don't really give a shit about Kevin Smith. I don't Why? blame you, right? I thought he was the clear choice, honestly. Oh, God. Like, when I was going into DLC 1 after Zombies in Spaceland, I was like, all right, they got Pee Wee Herman. Who's next? Kevin Smith just felt really out of the blue. I don't know why he would be relevant. Maybe I just don't know Kevin Smith's, um, I guess, filmography well enough. But like, Kevin Smith like is pretty really much out like of the a blue. film buff himself. Oh, Jesus. Like he just likes Star Wars and stuff. Doesn't he have a show about just talk about films? Yeah, that's no, literally what he does. He yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to have a show about comics. I mean, I'm he's on directed his IMDb. a bunch of movies, but none of them are like sci-fi movies. They're I'm like, on his IMDb. Yeah. If you were to describe Kevin Smith as like, he's that guy in that movie, what would that movie be? He is Besides the, Raven the Redwood. The, uh, he's the, he's the guy that... He's the um, neck no, 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 fuck you. Oh, he is God. the guy... That Red Letter Media continues to crap on in every fucking instance they get. And well, what's uh, his what's his like thing? That's where like, gets his opinion. Like, like his favorite thing? James no, no, no. So, like, you could you could point yeah, to like, go to go to um go to what's John. it called? Like radioactive he, thing. John, have you seen what? Die Hard? No. Oh my god. Right. Wait, what are you bring up? His, no, his, his number hard. one role would be Jay and Silent point. Bob, or whichever one's the silent one. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, it's were, he's he's a silent one. I f do you know that? Do you know any of those movies, John? Like Clerks and I don't know. Yeah, see, well, those are his like biggest movies. I would Jay say. and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Like any of those movies? No, I think right, the, the more of the reason that he's even in it is because of the time period of the map and because yeah, it's much more time period. Than anything okay. else. But is he directed like horror? No, I think all of his I think all of his movies are like comedies. I think they could have stuck him in like any of the maps and just made it work because he's such like a like a film buff, you know? Right. No, and again like... with IW it's more of a comedic like, game mode. He always wears so like the hockey stuff like all the time and that you know, that was like a camp crystal lake type map, you know? With uh Jason. I would assume that would be the reasoning. Did you figure that out all by yourself, Quinn? <laughs> oh, I did. I, th I was up all night writing a thesis on that. I, ugh, man, I was getting prepared for this podcast. Does anybody have you seen Have here? you seen Dunkey's video about why <laughs> Spider Man Three is a masterpiece? Oh my god, that's my favorite video ever. You need to do Except that for Raven joking, the Redwood. And I actually think Spider Man Three is a masterpiece. <laughs> you right? need to do that for Raven the Redwood. He's kidding. Spider Man Three is the best of the trilogy. Explain to me why it's a masterpiece. No, no, Quinn, masterpiece. No, no let's not why talk are you always the one 3? that take it off the main game? I've oh noticed this God. today. First, you took, just, us to he has nothing, he then has you took us to Exo Zombies. Then you took us to Exo Zombies. He has nothing to fucking that. add. Actually, that one was like the game. I love World War II. What are you talking <laughs> about? Then Cameron Dane came on, and then he just, like, you know, had strong opinions about World War II. And Cameron's like, yeah, I know. He told me my game's a piece of shit. And no, I didn't. You I did. was very nice. <laughs> you. I said, Cameron, Not, I yeah. love your game. Uh, on previous episodes, you weren't so nice, and he I heard every very word. Cool. It's very cool. Uh huh. There was a there was an interesting shift shift in tone. I as know. Soon as Cameron came. So on. suddenly, it was, it was like, more understanding. I love your game. Trying to figure every, out. I, 
the I point really, of view. I, I asked a couple of the hard questions. All right, you did, you guys, I'm glad. You guys didn't want to ask any of the hard questions. Oh yeah, there, were, there weren't yeah. many hard <laughs> questions to ask that didn't there, have the John's answer. We just didn't have enough resources. There were a I lot know. of. We could have done a whole podcast asking hard questions. Oh, okay, yeah, but they, they all came. Yeah, they all I, came I got down something from World War II. Then let's reel it back in. All right, man. So. Orders and whoa, contracts. Whoa, whoa, whoa. When did you start running this show, Matt? Well, Quinn's the one trying to take <laughs> over, so I'm trying to bring it back some. <laughs> Orders and contracts. They've been out for a week now, I think, right? Yeah, somewhere around that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the game feels like it's a completely newly released game with this mm-hmm. DLC in general. Well, like, it gives you way more incentive to, to play the maps, like even other maps other than the newest one. Yeah, like I every day I can get on for at least two hours and play zombies and have a purpose. I get, I play mul- multiplayer now daily, yep. and I enjoy it too with the, all its changes as well. Like this DLC and as a whole, just it feels like a completely new game. Mm-hmm. I know I a lot of people have been I like, like no Conjuring and Schofield left now. It's a different game because they're actually making changes that people have wanted for months now. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know how much zombies is affected by that so there's there's no argument to make that this is like a bad change i think everybody's in agreement that it's good but i'm wondering those are too little too late yeah like, well, it, 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 like making it like adding this it's not going to bring anyone new into the game but it will keep the people who are well, playing it just still look around at the, look at the streamers even last year with iw when they would add little updates everyone would be streaming it Nobody is streaming any of these orders and contracts. Well, these were a thing in any of the other games. Fortnite also were. wasn't a thing last year when. That's true, but I'm just saying it's not yeah. bringing anybody back. You know, it's what John was saying. It's too little, too late. Yeah, it kind of is. But for the player base, it's a good what, thing. What, what barometer is that? If we're trying to get more player bases, yeah, but that's not. No, it doesn't. Goal. It doesn't. It does nothing to add to the player base. Only retain the player base. Yeah. But, so, but well, what number? What number are we trying to climb? Well, how do you define too little, too late? Then? Cameron told like, us the numbers decline through a DLC season. So yeah. so if he's maintaining, then he's doing better than average. We don't know he's maintaining. Well, we don't we don't know we don't know the problem is we don't know where the we don't know where the bar is set. Like we can assume we can assume that there were more people playing Black Ops three at this time than there were World War Two. Okay. So the bar is lower. Well yeah. you could also say that before Black Ops three there were more people playing Black Ops two than Advanced Warfare or No, but that's anything else too. My, my my point though is is that like the the current Call of Duty was more popular two years ago than it is this year. Yeah. So and there's yeah. A, there's a number of factors like Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say there's probably more people playing Black Ops Three Zombies right now than World War Two. Yeah. Like, but zombie, but that's mm. not. I mean, that's not apples to apples. That's John, 10 years I, I have a question for you, Matt. Last oh, year boy. when IW like <laughs> you're going through the IW seasons, were you okay. streaming other games as often as you do now? Because oh no, like I was doing IW daily. That's because I didn't I didn't really know of you until this summer, but I see yeah, now. I, I, I could play IW like daily. Yeah. Yeah, you were I, carrying I, randoms through through Easter eggs every single day. Were you doing IW daily just because you genuinely enjoyed it that much? Yeah. I had fun with it. I feel like, like you, I would I would I would do all the card challenges and then I would just go in the public lobbies and see how many idiots we could play with. How do you feel about the game now, like a year later? I, IW? Yeah. In which way? As a player or a content creator? But Those are two different so, mindsets. So, so like, if you, if you were to jump on, say you weren't a streamer, how would you feel about IW? Where would it, where would it rank in, like, the Pantheon of COD? 
Oh, the pandas. See, I don't do... The, whenever I compare maps and whatnot, I do it from a map-to-map basis. Like, I don't do it game-to-game, developer-developer. They're going for okay, different so things. So how about compare, compare them? Yeah, it's just like, I do my best to look, okay, this map had this, this map had this. What would you say the best IW map is? The best? I'd say Shaolin. This is unpopular, but Whoa. Shaolin was my favorite. Shaolin, okay. And now how does... So that's the best one. Now what's the best Black Ops 3 map? Garage Krovy. How me. do they compare? Oh, gosh. Well, see, I had more replayability from IW because of the card challenges. The, okay. The calling card challenges. Mm-hmm. But on BO3, it was much more fun to just rank up in general. I, and like Garage Krovy, I, I, I could this. play more just for experience. I asked this because I feel like... I feel like I, we, I don't think we've ever had anybody on the show who has much positive things to say about IW. So, I don't know. It's, it's a perspective we don't hear much. <laughs> if, I'm being honest, if I'm being honest, I'm when's, an the IW fan. Time, when's the last time we've had somebody on that can genuinely say they streamed IW every day? No one. Uh... <laughs> There's literally no one. Crickets. Well, when's the last time we had smart guy on? Yeah. yeah. You, well, Quinn always scares me away. Yeah, I don't blame you. Know? Me. He scares me too. <laughs> I think no, I think Matt's like one of the only people that did. So the only other person that much. I can think of off the top of my head was Dame. Dame in that game. Mm-hmm. He's the only other person that I could think that streamed IW daily. He did it a lot, but I don't know if he did it daily. Like Dame, I think he was. He's like double my rank in the game he has like over a thousand hours and do you think you would have played it as much though if you weren't a streamer see honestly no i don't think so so you think it came from more just a genuine interest and enjoyment of the game yeah that's good then like like i feel like most people wouldn't be able to say that because that's I mean, why like for iw that's why i like going in the public lobbies like the mm-hmm. random experiences you could do That'd be let's like, like uh, other the relaxing Enzo used to do an old series where he would just jump into a game with uh, randoms, and by the end of the game he'd have like two hundred revives. Oh gosh, yeah, like carry them to like some ungodly round. But I mean, this year even the people that haven't jumped ship to Fortnite still aren't posting World War Two. You know? so I wouldn't even say it's jump ship to Fortnite. It's just a game that they can enjoy I, well, regularly. That's, that's just a phrase. Like you know, I, I, I mean? know. They yeah, I'm just saying. Fortnite, no. Even the ones that haven't. They're still just not posting at all, you know. Because like I mean, for me, I weeks. mean, nineteen and a half hours before this, before Zombros, I've been doing God of War, and I think that's I mean, I've been in though. love with it. Like you know, everyone everyone brings up the Fortnite argument, but even the people who haven't jumped to Fortnite are still aren't posting IW. I mean, uh, World of War, World War Two. Oh my God, I'm a yeah. Well, well I think I think part of it comes from just fatigue of. Just zombies all the time. I will say this. Years. If orders and contracts that, didn't but... come out with this DLC, I don't think Shadow Throne would be as replayable. No. Well, orders I don't think and game, contracts. I don't think the game in general would be as replayable with the changes yeah. that they made lately. But, see, those things should have been in the game from day one. Everybody agrees well, with that. But... Yeah, well, agree, yeah, but, 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 but even then, it still wouldn't fix the replayability thing. I wonder oh, though. So they, still a they step, had though. Like we say, we need more replayability. They go and add us to the game. I'm not trying to deter not them from making enough. steps You're in the right, right direction. But, but like, it's just like, okay, can we at least acknowledge like, good step. Now, what's the next yeah. step? What's the next thing they should do? 
Besides well, just saying not good like, enough. It's like with Battlefront, like the 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 state that game was released in, and now they're actually fixing some of the problems. It's hard to give them too much credit because it's like a lot of this stuff. You know what I mean? It shouldn't have been that way to begin with. So it's hard to like applaud them when it's like, okay, but your last game had all this stuff from release, and you're just adding this six months later. Okay, Battlefront yeah, is yeah for Battlefront, free, yeah. All right. But I'm just saying. So now, the yeah. same rule applies. How does that still apply to World War Two? Because a lot of those things should have been there from the beginning. How? Same with when they have a brand, a, almost a completely brand new zombie team, and now they're supposed to rebuild this from the ground okay, up. Okay, I'm not saying genre. it's the team's fault, but it's someone's fault. Like, this is Call of Duty. I don't think they should be playing so fast and loose with this franchise. I think they, instead of instead of hearing these rumors of them backpedaling every year, uh-huh. yeah, that's, that's... Should, they should have a better system in place from the top down. You know. Okay, here's my question then. With what they have right now, if that was in their day one, do you think you would be replaying or playing it more often? If everything that is I don't the zombies know. mode that we have now, I don't think so. One. But I, I think the, the the average player base, the average daily player base, would be higher. I, yeah, whatever that, whatever that number higher. is, I think it would be higher. Um, like to me, it's just like I get that they don't have a big team, and that things can slip mm-hmm. through the cracks. Right. But that it seems like such an oversight. Like contracts and and all that just seem obvious to me. Like somebody should have just been put on top of that. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know how that slips through the cracks, but to me it feels like an obvious thing that all right. So maybe maybe we're gonna cut one small easter egg, but now we're gonna have contracts. And what's gonna do better for the player base over in the long term? A small little niche obscure easter egg that only a couple thousand people will do, mm-hmm. or contracts and orders that the whole player base will be able to interact with and enjoy. I just like a time problem management that... and timing. Yeah, it's a time problem though. It just well, like, it's also probably the fact that Activision wants them to retcon things too. I don't think they're that hard. I don't think it could be that hard to implement. I don't. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Uh, what go- I don't yeah, know. I'll what goes see into. if he'll give me you know what he can for timelines. But it's the same shit that Jason says. The same shit when I talk to developers. Every time they they have these ideas, they talk about these things, and all of a sudden they go like, "We want to do that." The game has to come out in X number of months, and then we only have this many months for the DLC. And by the way, we still have to have the map. We still need to test it to around a million and all this type of stuff. Not to mention, you also have Activision breathing down their throat, maybe in the case yep. of Black Ops 4, allegedly, where it's like, okay, yeah, we'll what you're doing is great, but now add a BR mode. Or uh, what you're doing is great, but we're going to push the release date back a month. No, I, don't so I, just don't think, I don't think it's acceptable from the top down, though. Like, if Cameron really only has six people on his team, right. that shouldn't you gotta, be the case. It, it, This is right. Call of Duty. It's a huge part of the mode. They want it to be successful. They pump billions of dollars into this franchise well there's a, yeah, yeah I mean, but it all comes down to your like, philosophy and game design like you can yep, go the valve and the business though when it's ready it's yeah. ready but as multiplayer is going to be bringing in the most money so that's where they're going to outsource right. most people to and it's and this isn't give creating excuses for the developers i'm just i want to make sure it's just a reality of both things. the ideas here so we can understand because when i hear like how the fuck could they not do this it's so obvious it's just like because the business move might be, we can do all these great things with zombies. And, and you see Activision being like, well, how much extra money does that make us to give you that many more resources? For them to invest billions in this game, they got to now make two to three billion more. If they cut back know, 200 I, I million. Get really I get what you're, I really sa- I get what you're saying, Reed, where it's like, how the fuck does this, like, like the argument I just made. Mm-hmm. But if putting in those orders and contracts from day one mm-hmm. would double the current player base in April... Mm-hmm. That means maybe twice as more DLC will be sold. Okay. That, that can translate. I hope, I hope that Fortnite has them thinking a different way because they're not the default top dog now. 
mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah. I hope for their next game and moving forward, they're like, all right, we got a, we've well, got some competition it, here. They really haven't had any really serious competition. Call of Duty's in a, a fascinating time. place right now where they're so big that they can't function like Epic Games can. So Epic Games yeah, right was... now is leading the trail, and they need and Call of Duty needs to catch up. But Epic Games is much smaller that they can be more nimble as a development crew and pump out updates more often. Where Call of Duty now is saying, okay, we need to we need to add VR, and then that's going to have ripple effects to the entire game. And that's why I'm a little worried about Black Ops Four now. Hmm. I think oh, they could Black make a really simplistic battle royale mode that would work really well i don't think they have to over but then you but then, like, you, but then you're going to pull away developers from zombies and campaign and multiplayer so now i they think they just need to make a new competitive mode not even necessarily br just something that's actually competitive that makes people want to grind to be the best maybe but we all know battle royale mode's gonna happen this year oh i mean it's yeah but to. i just i think that's what will help it a lot because i go at least thinking from a zombies mindset like i can hop on and play for a little bit but it's just kind of like, okay, it's just you end up doing the same things over and over. Mm-hmm. And you can have fun. You can do it with friends and whatnot. But you don't have that end goal that, like, that you're constantly striving for. So I just have to think, like, if those kind of orders and contracts were in Black Ops 3, I mean, my God, people would be streaming all day, every day. There'd actually be things to do. Like, do you imagine or do you remember just, like, the the stream some of us would do like the reaches we would go to to make up something that we would you know have to stream that was new and fresh that would have been so much easier if there were actually things in the game i don't think that, that contracts and orders would have changed it that much to be fair i think they would have do you remember the weird challenges people would be doing and people would rush in for those i mean i was streaming it every day and you just come mm-hmm. up with this seriously obscure stupid challenge for yourself to do and people would flock in I gotta be honest with you, Quinn. You seem like such a goddamn enigma. Your channel how it blew up just because of whatever you're doing was right. Avery and Pack a Puncher was another one, but that was like volume, especially during a time when the algorithm was clicking for streamers. Who else was dominating with these challenge streams? Pat was doing pretty standard, right? With his challenges. Me and Avery, and then Pack a Puncher. Yeah, no, I know you three. But other people were streaming and still. But there were other people growing too. Maybe okay, not to yeah. that. That that's um, what I'm saying. I mean, there is there was a lot was of unheard of. of. I mean, but all the all the big of... guys were also doing very well with the same stuff. Adam too. Adam had a lot of, of, of girls yeah, during that yeah. time. That's there true. was a lot of success at that time. I mean, even I just uploading videos, I think, gained like 40,000 subs at that but time. But was that because of where YouTube was at that point? Or was that really the game I think a little itself? bit. I think a little bit of both a the game and bit, YouTube. But the game read I mean, there's, it's there's not really no doubt. The game was in a much better Oh, yeah. No, place, Black Ops 3 is still a thousand times better than what the community and all the stuff. I don't even mean better in terms of quality. I just mean right, right, right. I mean volume. Yeah, volume. people interest. Yeah. Mean. Well, yeah, when it comes to anything Treyarch-related, people jump on that right away. Yeah, yes. I'm not trying to say one game's better or whatnot. It's, not one. it's, it's studio favoritism at this point. <laughs> and, I mean, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I feel like uh, I think this next game is going to have similar streaming, a similar streaming uh, effect on people. Yeah, as, be a as lot long of as... Uh, consistent. I mean, if you can think up. of new things, yes. If not, it's going to be the same rut that we've been in the last two years to where either play with... For fun with friends, or you just Great. force yourself to do the same thing over and over and over. I have a feeling Black Ops Four is is, is going to stray away from the the year long development. I think this is going to be the game. Forget they what you did. I really, I'm really. No, no, no. I mean, I think this is going to be a game where there's more than four DLCs, 
it's supported well into the next game. I think I think they're going to move towards that because they've seen how the last two games have done. And while I know World War II was financially a success, they just yeah. didn't hold their community. Well, my um, first thought I mean, upon them no saying that the game is being released a month earlier is that there's going to be just yeah. a default fifth DLC now. That was my first thought too, yeah. It's a mm -hmm. month earlier, so they're going to fit in another DLC. But I think past that too, like... Not I think for the add-ons once after the next game is released as well, whatever Infinity Wards. Well, yeah, I mean they can. Well, they've been supporting the game for through two games now, so I wouldn't be surprised if they continued that trend. Well, I don't necessarily mean like little updates or even like a one-off thing, like like uh, Zombie Chronicles was. I mean, like the story might not wrap up at the end of the typical season. I think. I really think they're going to take Treyarch's title and make it like a multi-year thing, especially if there's a battle royale and it blows up. You know? I, think, I think there's no doubt, like when you look at the business metrics, you got to think how successful Zombie Chronicles was, how unsuccessful like IW was. Why don't you do that? It seems like a no-brainer well, That to seems to be the, the smart route to go. I, I think maybe we're kind of moving past the era where you pump out a game every year. And more I would agree. I... Where you pump out one good game and you support it and improve it for years. Not just the model, really when, you I think, would... when you think of all the most successful games from the past few years, with the exception of COD, it's usually ones that mm. just keep getting these updates, keep getting supported. And but you gotta ask the question. Look at CSGO. But you, we're, right, right, but you gotta ask. A business model like that also encourages more microtransaction sales, which have proven yeah. to be Yes, but, this, you, but can, you, you don't just spend all the money the that is gone at the year, end of the year. Though. And you're also gonna ask, when they release the game one year and update it, Call of Duty is now longer the number one game every year. They were the number one game last year, and they keep updating. Now they don't get all that publicity. They don't get all the branding. Every year, Call of Duty's not selling 30 million copies or 25 million copies. They've sold 25 million copies once. And now, next year, with 20 million copies comes around, you don't get that 20 million. Well, maybe they'll do the no, Destiny. But I, 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 get that yeah, that I was going to say, their, what if they took the Destiny, Destiny route? That might be their business Didn't philosophy. I'm just saying, I don't though? think it's... Isn't Destiny? Yeah, but they would, have, they would have to do it in a. No, but I mean, like, but what, but the yeah. way that the way they do it currently is that instead of uh, just you know release a game and then have however many DLCs, it's release the game, have a couple DLCs, and then have a huge expansion that they can sell for a larger price mm -hmm. than the DLCs. Okay. See what well, I, like, I could see, like I could I could see them do something like that, but I I don't I'm really curious, know how that would work numbers with COD. No, no. Like what they were saying that once. You release a game, the numbers continue to fall off. Does Overwatch's number has that fallen off? Has it stayed steady? How do those? Oh, it's definitely grow? fallen off. So it, I mean, it's still I very think, large and healthy, but thing to fall off. So you might be saying the game sucks and it's dying, but financially, from the I don't know, Reed, view, but clearly what they're doing right now isn't the way to do it. Something needs to be why? shaken up. Why though? Pumping out this whole three-year cycle where one game yeah. is actually active and then the other two are not, that is not the best way to do it. I don't even think you can argue that. Like, I mean, this cycle, this cycle uh, from, has been rough. From the player base, sure, Quinn, but from the business side, if they're making... I'm sure they're looking at this. their money and they're like, okay, this is fine. This is good. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying to yeah, go the expansion route about. because if they charge $40 for an expansion a year after the game releases... But can they sell 20 million copies of that versus... $60 for 20 million copies or 15 yeah. million copies if their game isn't selling well. I think I think if they keep doing what they're doing now they're going to keep losing they're going to keep losing people. Like, sure. the, the sure. I think I think World War 2 was I think a lot of the I mean I know and I don't even have the stats. A lot of the sales were people that hadn't played in years 
but they hear there's a new game set in World War II, which is what they've been asked for forever. They went out and bought it. They played it a couple times, and now it just sits there on top of their TV, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that, that's mm-hmm. that's how they got so many base game sales. You and know, how long, IW how didn't long can get you that. milk that? How long can you that's milk That's what I'm game? saying. I think this yeah, is yeah. the cash in on that. They can only do it once. And then after and that, now, it's not going to have the same effect. Treyarch, they can probably do it again because of the Treyarch name if they're going to decide to do something like mm-hmm. that. But after that, you know? They got nothing. Cause they're running out of options. People aren't, people aren't that interested People mm-hmm. aren't that interested in another IW title. And Sledgehammer can't use that World War II gimmick twice and have the same success. Okay. Like, I get that their goal I get that, I get that their goal is to be the biggest game in the world every year and sell the most copies every year. Yeah. But I'm just thinking the industry is changing, and I don't agree with that philosophy. Right. That's right. what I would love to see. Yeah. I'm just disagreeing with that being the right move. Right. I would love right. to see, see it right. to where it would be. I'm trying to drive the conversation to that point where it's like, so you maybe, might think maybe this is wrong, but this is what they're showing us is what they care in about. My, in my opinion, in the short term, it would be more successful to be the best-selling game every year. But in the long term, it'd be more successful yeah. to support. They got to get ahead of the curve here. Like, is there any model to prove that is the no, most successful? No, I, I don't. I don't have anything to back that up. That's just how I look at the current state of the franchise, and gotcha. I don't know the business numbers. How I see it right now is IW didn't sell well coming yeah. off of Black Ops Three, which sold insanely well. World War Two sold so well based off of that nostalgia ticket they were cashing in. Okay. If we get another Call of Duty coming out from Infinity Ward. They can't cash in on the World War II thing again. But think about think about it like Star Wars. Star mm. Wars, when it came back, like The Force Awakens, everybody was hype, and it was yep. the nostalgia factor. And now we've had a new Star Wars for three years straight, and we have a brand new Han Solo film coming out in in a mo- less than a month that really isn't yeah. getting much buzz or traction. No, I they've actually already, they've already milked that nostalgia factor enough that like. It just isn't. That's a really good example. I am shocked how little excited. Like they released a new if trailer. We went like, back, if we went back in time, only had like four hundred thousand views yeah. in a full day. If we went back in time, like, like four years, like 10 ago. million. Yeah. Say the Force Awakens never came out, and they instead just made a Han Solo film. Yeah. So we never got the final. We never got the Last Jedi. We never got the Force Awakens. We never got Rogue One. Just this solo film. The hype and the nostalgia would be unreal. I agree. You can only milk that for I agree. so long. Very great example. And I, I agree. I don't know if Call of Duty. I feel like that's what Call of Duty is hoping to do, but I don't think they realize it might not work. Yeah, and I think this comes directly from an era right now in entertainment where franchising and series are the safest best. Keep using the same IPs. Make sure you keep dragging out sequels as much as possible because it's the safest investment for your money. Mm-hmm. No, I think I think IW is probably working on Modern Warfare Four. If probably, I, I think. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. Do we want to get into the rumors then, by the way? Even if it's just by name, I think just the name would be enough to get some people to go to go buy it. But so but so then you then you milk the modern warfare four. Then what are you gonna do in two years, three years? But say they stop doing campaigns, right? Say say like just saying, I'm not saying this is gonna happen. It's based off of rumors. Say we're not getting campaigns anymore and modern warfare four is just the name, right? Mm-hmm. That's set in that time. I don't know. I don't know that if there's not a compelling story, but I don't know if stories even sell COD anymore. I don't think they will. You know, back in the day, people were really invested in them, but now we haven't had a campaign people have cared about in what since Black Ops Two. I think the last yeah, the last time I feel like really a story sold a campaign was maybe Advanced Warfare. 
And I'm not even trying to be I'm not even trying to be like Mimi about it. I'm just saying like they had they had, they had their story led by Kevin Spacey, who was mm-hmm. coming off the the tales of cards at the time. Well, I know that like, when Advanced last... Warfare was coming out, like even I was excited for it just because I wanted to see how the the XOs would interact with the game. And well, that, when that it came out, I liked it. I liked it a lot at the beginning, but then it was too I don't know, I guess twitchy with how fast some of the movements were. That's I don't a big know if I have nostalgia glasses really or what, but Kevin wasn't Advanced Warfare pretty yeah. popular on YouTube throughout the full run, like in terms of views and such? I mean, I, I think Drifter, Drifter was pulling huge views throughout the whole run, from what I remember. I think like, it was. I think it was popular enough. I think if you compared it to the current state now, yes, but maybe that's not. That's also coming off the stuff. high of BO2, so yeah. I think I think it was good enough. came off the high of BO3. I, I think there's only so much to be said about that. Well, I think I don't. I think AW was successful enough. There's a difference of the fatigue. Well, over I think so too. I think everybody. Advanced Warfare was also the but... first futuristic game where they had yeah. that kind of movement as well. People there's were sick so of it by the time. You can make in, ter- in terms of hype, in terms of hype, though, that game had a lot going for it. It really did. They're not excuses. They're explanations for why the game's bomb. No, but but I mean, like that game had a lot of reasons for people to get excited and interested in the game. I, I don't know. I think there's value in not losing everybody by the end of the first DLC. But of course, of Reed's course. pretty much only talking about selling the game, and that's it. Like, I don't believe that Activision doesn't care about keeping their player base because look at Black Ops Three and how many microtransactions they sold through that. Yeah. Look at World War Two. They're not selling any COD points for this game. There aren't. There isn't T Martin doing a two thousand dollar COD point opening every other week. You know. Quick, like they you kill me care. when you say shit like that because they are selling it. Don't don't exaggerate. You, they no, are selling Reed, it. But there not is as no much. way. It's like maybe no one's cod, buying if cod I were points. to take a guess, I would say no one's buying cod points for this 20%. game. Twenty percent. Sure, maybe some people okay. are, but it is nowhere near. Yes. Where okay. It was. Then say Reed, that. You know say that. You know, you're Reed, killing you know me. I'm exaggerating, and everybody knows I'm exaggerating. But, it, but they're not selling as many. Yeah, when I say nobody 100%. is, it doesn't mean not a single person has bought a COD point for this game. But it's... I, I would guess 20% of what Black Ops 3 was selling. If if that. Hmm. What are people buying COD points for in this game? To get camos? Like, the I variants, suppose... Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. 100%. It, no one's buying like they were in the previous game. Gobblegums were a fucking drug addiction. But that's why there is definitely yeah. a lot of value in keeping their player base and not just selling the game and then writing it off. Completely agree. But does Activision see that? I don't think I so. I think so. I would love to see the numbers of microtransactions sold through BO3 compared to mm-hmm. this year or even last year. I, I mean, last year there was some value in buying them, I guess. I think really EA would love to see Activision's numbers too. Because well, there's <laughs> variants, camos, and cards. World War everybody II, everybody was begging for only so. cosmetics, and then they came out, and nobody's going to spend money on only cosmetics, unfortunately. Like, well, the only cosmetic you get in World War II is variants, unless you want yeah. a little pistol grip that you never see. And now you have, I mean, little weapon charms, but you never see them. Oh, suck. So... There's a couple variants I like and I enjoy. Some give you cool perks and zombies, but, but do you do you want to open your wallet for it? Zero chance, zero yeah. zero chance. Mm-hmm. Especially because of how easy they are to earn if you just play the game. Where uh, Black Ops, my God, dude, I can't believe what they did with those DLC weapons and crypto keys and all that type of stuff. That was frustrating to say the least. I spent way more money than I should have Black Ops Three with microtransactions mm-hmm. but it because it was because i'm not saying i should have but it's because <laughs> there was actually 
incentive to do it, you know? And I and I played the game actively, you know? It was the only game I played. Like, I don't know. They they, they have to care. I, 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 okay. Well, okay. What do you think if they made it to where online and zombies was just kind of like a yearly thing that all the studios kind of worked on at once? But then every year they released a like $30 single player separately and that rotated throughout the studios it's like one year it'd be a three-year cycle and every studio would rotate the single player but How then at the same time they all work on what like caught online but then you rotate which studio is the lead studio for a single player Ooh. for cheaper i don't and then what the, the campaign and you would, time influences the caught online aspect of it or it's almost like tab. Are you describe a tab to me? I'm seeing a tab system where just like you select. It's like it's Modern Warfare Remastered. Then it comes to the next game over, and so then you just add literally the new game into your Call of Duty hub, almost like you know in Steam you choose what games you want. Well, you would have like a menu, being able to choose every one of the games that are currently available for Call of Duty. I see. I, I get. I get that. I just don't. I don't see how that would how you would sell that or market that. That to me strikes me as a really difficult thing to push. What are you talking about? It's almost well, like well, I feel like if you have one that. central online thing yeah. that pushes yeah. the microtransactions. No, no. Lot. So you have you have your central system. Yeah. And I guess you sell your campaigns almost like a yearly DLC, right? Yeah. I think that to me is harder to market because you can't say go to GameStop and pre-order your next Call of Duty. You're telling people to join our subscription service and then get the yearly thing. I don't know. It's it just, it's a completely different business model that feels too radical. I think in the next three to four years, the whole current COD model is going to change completely. I think I, I maybe, wanna... maybe, for, maybe forget what you know is applies to just everything because I could really see them cashing in on the Cherok name, which they're going to cash in on me because I'm going to buy it. Yeah, I yeah. would buy it if I didn't know anything about it, just knowing that it was Cherok because I. Mm-hmm. I would feel I was going to get some value out of it. Right, right. And I think they're going to take that studio and their good name. And I think they're going to I think they're going to have a multi-year game here. Like probably. I would say probably, but it just depends if Activision Treyarch are ready to take that step yet. And maybe they are, maybe they aren't. I think they are. I don't think I, I mean I'm not I don't think any of you guys think this either, but I definitely don't think Activision is completely out of touch, you know? No, like no, They're they're higher ups definitely. <laughs> I mean, I know, like, at the, I bet the they end debate of the, this. The bottom Just like line we with are, are, they do this probably almost every day, trying to think about what they're doing today, three years, five years, 10 years, 30 years. I think they are probably way more big picture than the studios, would be my guess. Yeah. But I do think this battle royale, I mean, I think they're gonna they're they're definitely gonna throw something together. I mean, they just they just need something. But whatever new. we get, That's whatever we get need. is going to have been thrown together in the past few months. Absolutely, because before Fortnite took off, I don't think they would have thought they had enough incentive to put. They a would, would, would in not. Would not. I, I don't PUBG. know. PUBG was big yeah. enough to where PUBG they would have considered big, it. But I don't think PUBG was big enough to change what COD is for That's them. To say That's to I mean, every so huge now. That's say but that Fortnite every... only did it because of PUBG. So, but that. But that's to say that I know, Call, Call of Duty is such a Call of Duty is such a Goliath. The Call of Duty doesn't think about the other games unless. That's what that I mean. Game... Like PUBG compared to Call of Duty. I mean, it's PUBG, just like a little PUBG kid jumping Fort... up to reach something on the counter. But, but Fortnite now you, you, compared to Call of Duty, 
Fortnite, Fortnite might get a million view stream regularly. Call of Duty dreams of a streamer regularly getting a million a million viewers. Yeah. Like it's a whole new level now. When's Call the last Duty time there was a game like Fortnite that wasn't Call of Duty? Call of Duty has never competed with a game this big. No, Minecraft is different though because they operated separate lanes. Because when Minecraft yes, was at its... Yes, about a big game. The big game I think just interest well, in a game in general. Oh, competing. Yeah, Battle like Minecraft and Call of Duty like never Call competed head-to-head head directly. Like, has anything even touched Call of Duty in the past... Not since, like... Six, seven years? Not since Modern Warfare 2. Like, Minecraft and Call of Duty hit their peaks concurrently, I would say. Yeah, about... About same like, like roughly that like that 2011 yeah. 2012 and even at the same time minecraft was so pc focused at the time that it didn't really eat into the sales of call of duty i really wish we had the damn numbers and they also just had they also just had different demographics too that'd be so interesting to see how they're see, i really do think fortnite has them rethinking oh for i agree 100 everything i think all, yeah, honestly, all developers for mm-hmm. sure came out of nowhere like, this was supposed to be a nothing game. It's been development hell for years. I mean, Ninja had yeah. five hundred thousand concurrent viewers last night. Wow, five hundred thousand. Yeah, for his Vegas the event. Tur- yeah, the tournament. Good for I him. I mean, like Call That's of Duty great. right now, the biggest World War II stream you'll ever see is like, if it's not DLC day, it's like, what, a couple hundred viewers, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, Lex it. That's not Matt. Lex well, to put it even in more. his World War II stream with Black Ops Four. Well, even put the ninja thing into more perspective with Fortnite. Whenever he's not live, he just has an old video playing on his channel, and there's always thirty thousand people the replays, watching. Replays have thirty k people watching. I mean, it's whole. I agree. It's with crazy. You. This it's just. Whew. But could Call of even be that? That's like, as ni- as nice as it would be I for them to go that route. I don't ever see them. I just don't ever see them doing the kind of Fortnite thing where it's like a free game with like $20 microtransactions and stuff like that. Like I mm. I just can't see Activision getting out of the mindset of $60 games with like $100 special editions and stuff every year. I don't think I could see them releasing like a yearly title, but I could see them having somebody develop something that gets dropped for free that's some sort of Call of Duty. You know what I mean? Like I don't see them dropping the zombies you know, the zombies campaign multiplayer package together, but I could see them coming out with some sort of battle royale and being like, this is free to play. There's tons of microtransactions. Here you yeah. go. Because that is that is entirely the reason Fortnite is so popular. Like, it would probably be pretty popular regardless, but a huge part of the reason is every seven-year-old with a PlayStation who doesn't have a credit card can't download any other game of any worth, but they can download Fortnite and play it. Like, that is a massive... I think even if it was 99 cents, that would be a huge difference in how many people would be playing it. Like, the fact that it's free really... Uh, Epic it really helps propel huge, it forward. It made a huge yeah. uh, move there. I mean, I still remember this summer when we were at ZWC and me and Avery were talking about how this, this company called Epic Games reached out to us and wanted us to make a video. And we had no idea who they were. We had no idea what Fortnite was. And then here we are. Well, that was before the BR came out. Yeah, that was when. No, was I know, but I'm just saying we had no idea what it even was, and now it just, wow. Man, I loved PVE in Fortnite, but it just went, it went so south for me. I, I honestly <laughs> wonder why they tell you that they're gonna give it away for free because I probably would have bought it by now if it didn't say, "Hey, it's gonna be free later, so don't buy it." See, I got the the like hundred dollar founder pack whenever it first launched, and I I had fun on it for like a month. But then it fell kind of into the same hole as COD is. It just, they weren't well, updating it. Now they don't it. really support it, do they? It was the same thing. 
Oh no! Now they have like different events, different things going on and whatnot. And it, I guess I just from, heard people were complaining because they put most of their time into battle royale. I mean, PBE is so. just a V Bucks farmer for people now. Mm -hmm. They just get on there to farm V Bucks so they can go and buy skins and such. Well, 100, 120k viewers the last esports event. The average optic is about 50k a stream for the esports and COD, and about 10 to 20,000 for other teams. Not terrible. Yep. Not terrible. No. So, so this is the first Fortnite event Ninja threw it together in presumably the last couple months. Again, Fortnite is a whole different tier. At 11 whole PM. different level. No, I know, but I'm saying these numbers have everyone's attention, including uh, yep. the high ups at Activision. And they're yep. like, all right, how can we changes attempt sure. to replicate this? And that's uh, why I really could see them dropping some kind of free COD. Not like a title, but yeah, some something branded as Call of Duty that's free for well, people that's to play. Probably, it's it's got to be probably why Campaign was allegedly dropped. All right, let's get into the rumors. Let's get let's get yeah, into that. Let's, let's, talk, get into let's talk these rumors. These these rumors that are from some random butterbean looking kid. I don't I don't mean to insult him. <laughs> How dare you take it away? Charles Major who brought Triarch to their yeah. knees. Yes, this journalism major, as he proudly boasts in his Twitter bio, but then I see him spelling things wrong, and I know that's not a great argument when someone sends you something. Like if you're in an argument with your with your significant other in text and she spells something wrong and you point it out, that's shitty. But this kid <laughs> literally points out he's a journalism major and he's got basic grammatical errors. It's like read okay. his journalism grammar and spelling doesn't matter. I uh, apparently not. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> thought that was the only place it did. But he started making claims that Treyarch's and Disarray and Jason Blundell's leaving because he's uh, the guy that headed the campaign stuff. Originally, he leaked the Solaris bullshit last year, and then uh, because he got his vision destroyed for the previous campaign and then again for this campaign jason can't handle all the creative pressure that's being put on him so apparently he's leaving after this game according to this journalism major uh with that said he's made the very bold prediction that zombies is going to be in london couldn't tell us more about that because his insider at treyarch would get identified that seems like a load of shit to He's me. He's protecting his insider. Yep. Come on. And then uh, Mob of the Dead Remastered. The uh, problem with that is his description of it doesn't make sense with the storyline. The idiot was talking about what dimension it should be in, and he didn't list it in the right dimension. It's in dimension 63. What a fucking idiot. Not oh, getting my God. Right. What a goddamn <laughs> retard. So is he even trying oh, to be believable? So his, I mean, his, his, his story's real easy to keep track of. It's not hard at all. Exactly. What so a fucking loser. So we have a guy, timeline of it now. With his, in, <laughs> it's his not like we have a big, it, we have a simple timeline, a very linear timeline. Uh huh. Yeah. So with his source, that would apparently be so close to the game, he would know this stuff and he could give us great detail about the Mob of the Dead uh, remake with the Transit Crew story map. For some reason, <laughs> he couldn't even get that right. I mean, it was all pretty. It's it's all pretty obvious. Yeah, it's all like, shit we've like been saying been hinting, for months. They've been hinting Mob of the Dead for months of people to put in Mob of the Dead. The Transit Crew seems the most likely because they're the ones in stasis. Since London Chronicles, been we've been for talking a long about time. this. Yep, yep. Like, that's not Is new this going to happen every year? I mean, it, we're giving this kid so much publicity, and chances are he just spent a night coming up with this shit and tweeted it out, and then I a mean, couple of gullible is... people retweeted it, and now. I mean, well, it was like I think it was talking about it here, you know. 
There's like, always I think this is going to happen running. every year. Some random kid is going to come up with this. And then no, this, this does some YouTuber who year, wants to create some hype will retweet it or something, and then this will happen every well, year. It got picked up by everyone, so that's probably why. Well, Charlie Intel even it. made an article about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. part, part of why I think it's so interesting is because it, it almost in a way makes sense, the internal chaos. Like, like so Jason, it, what's weird is that Jason at least has described himself as being in the long run, like being here for the long term. Like he wants to stick around for a while and see this through and like this is his baby, I guess, and he wants to craft it the way he wants it to. And for them to cancel campaign, which is something that he's been hugely influential in, I could see that being or having a big blow to what he wants to do and maybe make him want to look elsewhere. It so just sounds so like, petty, John. It sounds like bullshit that mean? other developers would stir up before anything comes out. Why would this stuff come out? I mean, no, it really real. does. Like, honestly, would... say, there's, say there's any plausibility stuff could, to these stuff could come out unless it, Stuff could come out if they want it to come out. And right. If there's any plausibility know. to that, the Jason Blundell leaving thing could be a, something as small as just light office drama and someone yeah. saying oh jason's thinking of leaving and then this guy twisted into jason's leaving treyarch you know but jason jason thinking this about is how this stuff is happens a, jason thinking about leaving is such a huge 180 to when like we've talked to him in the past no i don't believe that part of it i, don't I, yeah, I just don't believe it, but... it at all because after he made that big post he's like well first it was like i'm sending this to specific youtubers first so and then, weird. like the next day, he replied to this his thread saying, "Oh yeah, my YouTube is this. If you want to go subscribe to it now, uh, it's just that's like that's what I mean. That, there's so much incentive for some moron to make this stuff up to get clicks and get attention. You know what I mean? There's so much incentive to do it. Somebody's uh, gonna do it every year. We yeah, need... someone has been doing it. Do no, you remember it, it, there's another always, channel? There's always no, a big, <laughs> oddly specific Reddit leak every year. Like it, it's happened for years. This is the first one I feel like to get." to start on twitter and get like a lot of relevance it's so easy too like this guy there's so many huge flaws in his leaks not to mention he sound like he just doesn't sound credible like for the reasons reed already said and he's got the whole community stirred up it's kind of a joke yeah like you'd think if you're gonna stir somebody up you'd at least how you know it would take somebody with some kind of skill to stir everybody up but no some kid just comes out with this and now everybody believes it well, wasn't the main reason that it was picked up was because fast. because the, some of the stuff about like the campaign being canceled and there being a BR. Like I remember Charlie Intel saying that it matched up with some of the stuff that they were told and like Polygon and other stuff too. See, I, honestly, I that feel like that. Be, I feel that, like that, that was that the main I would reason. Believe. Like the the battle royale, that honestly seems like an obvious. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like that's the main reason that people are all up in arms over it because because there are we don't know we don't we don't know points. we don't know which which is is like actually happening and which is just bullshit right well, so people are just taking just people are just so taking obvious. all of it people are just taking all of it which is like the stuff that has been pretty much confirmed by multiple people at this point and then they're just running with the rest of it because it's also in the same you know like article type thing do you, do you guys think jason will leave or do you think do you think that's all bullshit i don't think he will i think it's just yeah. nonsense drama I, I think if anything it's going to be like a Schofield and Condry type thing where he just moves up rather than maybe I just think he's got a, I, he's I got a son say... and, he, and or he might have two kids and a wife. He's not just gonna be like, I didn't get to make my game. I'm leaving. That's well, no, no, yeah, no, 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 unlike an adult. I don't think Jason you know? would be petty, but I could see him being frustrated with Call of Duty if the campaign is canceled. I can oh, see him great, being frustrated. Right. I quit. 
I quit. I don't get to make the game over. No, no, but no, but like, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know Jason's working life, but I could just imagine that Jason has been in this industry long enough that he could probably find a pretty good job elsewhere. Sure, like he sure. Could go to another sure. rival. I'm he's sure he could. Cool he's that, got a really great that, like, job. Right that, now. Like if he lost his job at Treyarch, could be the end for him. No, I'm sure he's successful enough that right, he could right. go to any other studio. Yeah, but then he'd so, be starting all over again. And, and a new not exactly. I don't, I don't I know, think Activision would let him leave. I think they'd be like, we'll do this for you. Yeah, he also well, probably no, has. No, he's such a big name for the community, too. Like, maybe he leaves Treyarch, but then moves up somewhere else. Goes Say Treyarch leaves and they hire somebody else. So many of the diehard zombies people would be like, would are, would just write off the next game simply for oh, that be, reason. It'd be a huge blow to the community. There are already people writing off Black Ops 4 based on some kids' leaks on Twitter. They're like, oh, it's going to be so horrible. I don't even care. I'm like, we know nothing. There are already people tweeting out negative stuff about it. I'm like, how? We saw see, a trailer this... with an RC car from Black Ops 1, and you're writing it off? Like, ugh. I don't know. It goes back to the World War Wait, II, though. Because people yeah. want a COD. No, I know. That trailer was so bizarre. Yeah. Keep going, Matt. Like, Keep pe- going. Well, people want a COD, but World War II is not the answer. And, you know, since we have the name BO4 officially announced now, it's just they're grabbing at anything they can. Dude, th- that campaign that was dis- described, I thought would be fucking awesome because it gives the best excuse in the world to go back to BO1, BO2, and play the games we already liked and then change it up and do this alternate history bullshit and all that type of stuff. And if they could cut down on the future gameplay <coughs> and make up excuses for us to play with Reznov again and side world at war and do some oh. vendetta and stuff like that. Like there's so much we could have fun with in this damn game that would make sense about forget what you know and rewriting history. Why that trailer isn't, release? It all makes sense. That what we're all assuming they're going to do with modern warfare though. Modern like warfare. because in the modern warfare remastered, you could, uh, you could snipe that one guy and pretty much change everything. And now they're talking about the MW2 campaign in 3, although I don't know what happened to those rumors. Oh, I didn't hear about um, this at all. Mm. You remember that, right, Matt? One. Uh, I have no yeah, idea in the, what in the, about. In the MWR uh, campaign, there's the trophy. It's like for shooting somebody in the truck that was supposed to be, uh, what's his face? Makarov, I think. Oh, yeah, it's a trophy. nice. Yeah, you can like change the whole course. It, well, it, it implies mm-hmm. it. It doesn't actually say that you do just because you're playing a past game. Modern Warfare Remastered. Very interesting. Okay, all right. So that's kind of why I was assuming Modern Warfare 4 is what, what they're going to lead up to. Yeah, They're going to change everything, and then MW4 is going to be, I, I don't know, you go back and you stop that from happening, whatever, back to the future, you meet up with Doc Brown. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's that, that is potential, <coughs> to say the least. Uh, well, that, was one of, that was one of the things that was interesting to me about the whole Oh, yeah, it's called campaign. Time Paradox. Yeah. Kill Makarov and complete your mission. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Good fuck Makarov. That guy's an asshole. <laughs> He's a good bad guy. Um, I feel bad even talking about these leaks sometimes. You're just giving... When you're it comes to Black Ops 4, credit. for me, I just... Uh, it's... I don't care about it. Like, I'm excited to play whatever we get, but I don't want you to think about anything. Because I'm going to go back, like, with IW and World War II. I have gone into every game and DLC with zero expectations. And every new content that we get is at least fun at the initial moment. Yep. More fun than even BO3 was. 
Yeah, I mean, how much are you guys going to care if the multiplayer and campaign are trash or non-existent, but the zombies are still good? It's not going to affect me. No, it won't affect no, me. No, that won't affect me that I much. mean, I don't. I, didn't, I never touched the. I didn't touch the campaign since like Modern Warfare Three. So I, mean, I didn't even play video games. Campaign, and the multiplayer. It's probably a good thing that you didn't play Black Ops Three's campaign, honestly. I tried yeah, so, to, and I just, I just did. Actually, not no, that is not true. I, I tried to power through Black Ops 3's campaign to get Nightmares and then just gave up after like four minutes. I just waited until they released it. Nightmares mode and played it. <laughs> well, no, I, I heard I heard that Nightmares wasn't worth the time, so then I just stopped. Man, oh, it's, it's, it's not worth your time oh, at it's just all. The it's campaign. interesting. I forgot about that. Because I remember, I remember because Lex had the game early. He had it like a week early, and he was telling me about Nightmares, and it made it sound like outrageous. And I'm like, oh, fuck, well, I got to get Nightmares. And well, I nightmares remember the, mode. I remember the leaks coming out. And people were like, "Holy shit, there's a zombies campaign!" Oh my! Like I thought, God. I, I thought it was gonna have, attack. I thought it was going to have massive implications on the story, and at least mm -hmm. for Black Ops Three as a whole, it didn't really play a factor. No, it just teased DLC. Is all it did. It didn't mm -hmm. add new information really or anything. Did it tease DLCs? Well, I mean, you can look at the main character, that shadowed person, like he was the shadow man in a sense. And oh. in the world, the world tree is um, like Revelations map as such because of all the different places coming together mm -hmm. and how was you're going through sacrificing different people. Yeah. Is that all it was? Like the campaign? Yeah, it was the campaign reordered. And everything? They, they had different voice lines, but they didn't do... They, they just they just took the camp they, they just took the campaign re, like reordered it threw in like the zombies and like meatballs and stuff and then redubbed the cutscenes. I just remember the cutscenes yeah being bizarre. Like sometimes it would cut away from their mouth at the weirdest times because they didn't want to like redo the cutscenes and yeah they just did new voice lines and they just sort of like copy paste. There you go. Dude, well, these, these rumors, by the way, are the same people that told us Modern Warfare Two Remastered was coming. So. Oh, that's what I was just saying. What oh, yeah, that? that completely fell the wayside. So, I think it's all a bunch of shit. So there you go. <laughs> At the end of the day, we talked about nothing because that's how obsessive everybody in this community is. With I'll tell you, the rumors, the rumors are fun to look back on in like three years. Like, like, like I think I dug up a lot of the old transit rumors. For, oh, um, gosh. After, the, after the Jason interview, I dug up some old transit rumors. And some of them actually ended up being true. Um, which was kind of interesting, but then a lot of them end up being bullshit too. So, they're, they're, in the in the moment, they rile us up. But looking back on them in three years can be fun. I honestly think if you sat me down with a gun to my head and told me to write out some rumors for Black Ops Four, sixty oh, percent of them would probably be true. Like, there's so many things that are going to happen that are predictable right now. Glenn, I think it would not be hard at all. If we assume that this guy is bullshit, I think you could do a better job than him. Yeah, why don't you go create another account, Quinn, and stir up? The I am gonna troll the whole community <laughs> just well, for. I remember after this that dude tweeted, a couple people jokingly said, "Oh yeah, BO4's delayed a year to 2019," and that got a little bit of traction just amongst the zombies community. <laughs> so that could, you, could you imagine <laughs> if that oh my was God. actually? Could you imagine if that was actually true though? That would that would send the community into a frenzy. I think everybody'd be done. They'd be like, whatever, I'm out. Fortnite, it is. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hey, last two things quick. ZWC two was taught, uh, posted. The website's up. And yeah, also, a Bo four reveal event. What do you guys want to talk about before we wrap up here? I'm um. Well, ZWC two is interesting because now it's uh, it's eight eight uh, finalists, eight content creators, but everybody's competing individually, except I, in I think if I understand it properly. Oh wait, no, no, no. So it's 
it's i don't i don't understand how the whole content creators thing works because it says content creators playing as individual with the finalists and content creators playing as individuals throughout the competition yes everybody's the wording is real is really weird everybody gets an individual score however there are team events that can go to improve their individual score and i think whoever has the top score wins um and so forth and then there's like there's prizes i think for the top eight something like that yeah what i find interesting is that they're staggering the competitions now so i think there are four available there's four you can see right now but only two will be available in the coming week and then you'll have like a month or maybe just under a month to compete for them yeah um i'm assuming this is just so that they're not grading eight competitions at once like last time and cramming to get them (laughs) in on time this is probably just for their their sanity well it makes sense considering they're not with zombie records this time Mm -hmm. i just think it's weird that they're doing a co-op easter egg yeah matt matt talked to me about that and i was like how's that gonna work like yeah so if they do what if someone just gets carried through hey fucking me Wait, here's the thing. So they have two, they have eight, eight slots available. And seven One challenges. Of them, oh, they only have seven challenges. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say. Seven challenges, and then there's the, there's, there's uh, six of the single player ones, yeah, and then yeah. there's the duo. Okay, that makes more sense then. I was going to say that would be like nine finalists, for, but it works this way. August, God damn it. I finally found this picture I've been asking Matt my favorite, for, for. My like, favorite part, August, of, the, my favorite part of the website is that um, if you go click on the profiles of previous competitors, um the map the, the like the the map of the uk is is sideways and the picture they use for germany is from world war one oh jesus christ oh boy so good job good job oh on that. i see they still didn't add iw to their list of call of duties either well i think i think they iw will. will be one of the unlocked challenges oh I think fuck. They, what is well yeah but it says it says call of duty and that shows the black ops like I skull then black ops 2 3 and then world war 2 they just haven't added where's the top of germany as, yeah, it looks weird. Or yeah, is it it's the black? Got, it's got like, it's got like part of it's got like part of Poland in, and then the UK one is sideways. Oh my oh god, my, my bio! God. <laughs> You're oh, I like, Quinn I got like recognition doing. by making a zombies YouTuber roast. He joined the Zombros podcast about a year later after it was launched, just to bicker with his wife Reed. <laughs> <laughs> I like the um, I like the picture of you dabbing, Quinn. He has a hobby of collecting old cars and loves the Disney Pixar series car. Wow, they just wrapped up everything about me in one paragraph. Holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> Good that's... job, Matt. Good job. God damn. Proud of you. Great moves. Well, Star, I mean, oh, God. Matt? Oh, come yeah, on. You're a piece of shit. Wait, which one? How dare you? Smart guy, 316. Uh, do you have your harrowing tale ready, or are we just going to end the podcast without that? We still not get that harrowing tale? We didn't get a harrowing tale. We talked about, talk about BO4. Things, which also frustrates me. Oh, well, who fucking cares? What do you want to say about it, Reed? Is <laughs> nah. there much that can be said? I like Avery's you know, I just, bio. I just wanted to see what you guys had any opinions or thoughts about it. But Listen listen to Avery's bio. Avery broke into the zombie scene with his highly entertaining zombie streams. He has a high level of skill in the game and unique streaming challenges that are favorites. Uh, he is the jawline of a god. He currently plays Fortnite and is one of the top players in the game, which has helped him reach over a million subs. So not even about Call of Duty, just the fact that he's a big Fortnite streamer now. Yeah, but that's kind the of... The website's pretty well designed. Oh, yeah, I no, think I the, website's, the website's not bad. What do you mean not bad, John? Your website is shit compared to that. No, I think I think the website is very good. I just don't like this style of design because like, I'm at the bottom, and if I want to find something, I like to scroll up to the top. Yeah, I'd rather just be separate pages than yeah. I think, I think, one I think, big scroll. 
I think this is a really good design. It's just not a design style I like. Okay. John, come on. No one has anything. No, I agree with John. I like that. I disagree with everything John says. Clean, you just disagree. I love this website. God forbid anybody. Very cool. All right, that, well, that's going to wrap unless Star and Matt have anything they want to talk about. I think Matt just sitting there saying, shut the fuck up so I can play God of War. <laughs> I mean, maybe. God damn it. It's, it's such up. a good game. Yeah, want to talk about that for a second? I mean, there's not really much to talk about without spoiling. Oh, well, let's not do that. Well, there's not really much spoiler yeah. in a sense. I don't know. I want to buy it, but that means I probably have to play the other ones. So no, you don't. No, no, not at all. No, it's a it's a reboot. Yeah. No, no, it picks up right at the end of three. Well then, you don't have you don't. Have to uh, well, I watch I, it on really. The I, I was pretty sure uh, people have been cons- been calling it a reboot, so I just assumed it was actually. A reboot. Well, I mean, I, I guess it's a reboot in a new era. Yeah. But it's yeah. just uh, it's a it is a. Well, I know, I know. Yeah, I was gonna say, I know it takes place after three, but. So I know again. I'm 20 hours into it, and I mean, that's very worth it for me. That's supposed to be a. Th- Third, like a thirty to forty hour, one hundred percent game. Uh one hundred percent. See, that's what I was. Smart guy. So, at what point do you sleep? Ah, uh, that's what I, I beat this. I mean, I've been up when for you like twenty five hours right now. What's your it's What's your move? What's your move you? to stay awake for this long? Because I like the game. No, but what's your which? How How you are have you a doing girlfriend? That I have my dog. Okay. <laughs> I'll be just like you in a year. Don't worry. Are you drinking? Are you drinking a lot of like Red Bulls, copious amounts of Adderall? How are you? I have water and Pop Tarts. Damn. Dynamic duo. Who would have guessed? As long as I enjoy it, I can do it fine. Because like for Easter egg hunt streams, I usually am live like twenty to thirty hours before I take my first nap. And it's just because as long as I'm having fun and enjoying it, I, I can just go forever. If I if I stay up that late, I don't take a nap afterwards. I take a slumber. Yeah. Like I am I'm knocked out for a week. It's ruined like my whole schedule after that. Like I'm unproductive for the next two days. You're how long you're do you sleep after you stay up for machines? After you stay up for two days? Well I mean hmm. I typically only can sleep like two to three hours at a time and then I'll wake what? up no matter what. So if you went to sleep right now, you would wake up after two hours. At probably max, yeah. I could wake up even after an hour. I don't sleep wow. long. Like uh, a lot of times, I have to force myself to. Are you related to, sleep. to uh, Zuckerberg by chance? <laughs> uh, the the what is it? What the religion of the Zuck? Yes. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> it was famous. They they did analysis of this. Some people, I think it was Edison or somebody, only needed two to three hours of sleep, and like Jefferson or some presidents needed like twelve to thirteen hours of sleep to function. Just. Just strange how our bodies work with sleep. I think it. I think it's. I think it is less to do with our bodies being designed that way, and more our bodies being used to it. Yeah, like I've been get, like this all the way since maybe. high school. Because like, I would I always I could, stay think... up to like three a.m. and then I have to wake up at five a.m. to go to jazz practice before school every day. I think I could just... train my body to be like you, smart guy, but it would require me being like in that cycle for like a year or two. Yeah, it's not something that you're just like, oh yeah, I'm just never right. gonna sleep anymore. Like I'm not gonna, I, I, I can't just decide <laughs> tonight that I'm now only gonna sleep four hours a night. Wouldn't work. Makes sense. Okay, you guys got the Zuck thing going like crazy. We're gonna end it. <laughs> Thank you all for coming out. We'll catch you probably next week for another episode of Zombros. If not, we'll see you the following week. Take care. Bye bye now.